0: Nairobi City. They say you don't really know what hustling is here until you find yourself in a hall full of people listening to a pitch about multi level marketing, aka network marketing. Multi level marketing is basically a type of pyramid scheme that's legal. Unlike an illegal pyramid scheme, members of an MLM earn primarily through product sales. However, what makes them a type of pyramid scheme is that the business model is structured like that of a pyramid scheme where individuals earn through recruiting. And in most MLM companies, individuals make money predominantly through also recruiting. Now, there are many MLM companies in this city and with the rate of unemployment being so high in Nairobi, Hundreds of thousands, especially the youths desperately seeking employment, have without a doubt made their way into these seminars, and I too got suckered into this MLM madness. And here is my story in Forever Living. This is what they said to me. Hey, if I showed you a way to make over 500k a month, would you be interested? Do you want to be your own boss, working from whenever and wherever you want? You could travel the world, you could buy mansions, cars, jets, yachts, whatever you want. And remember, this is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that will lead you to financial freedom and have you retiring at 30. Don't you want to retire at 30? Don't go around asking for people's opinions about this, because they're only going to discourage you to keep you at their level. Don't even think about it or you're going to miss out. Just join now.
1: Of course, this whole thing seemed too good to be true, but I was desperate, so I gave it a shot. Besides, if this was true, I'd be a fool to pass up on this opportunity, because hey, I was only going to stop being broke by the end of that month, so why not give it a chance? Oh man, I remember being so excited about this gold mine that I'd been introduced to over the weekend. And on Monday, I was up early, all dressed up, and ready to go all in on this business. So I go to the warehouse and my upline among other things she said, Hey, by the way, you're required to pay the startup pack to join this company. It consists of the introductory book and the product catalog, plus a few products that you need to start with. Look at it as an investment. It's only 25k. Huh. So then, so then I asked her, did not realize i was only looking for a job because i don't have any money right anyway since i couldn't afford the sign up fee she did explain to me other ways that i could just join without having to pay the fee which was either to get people who could afford to buy the products or just sell products for 25k so that i could have my needs on their system this is how she also had started this business and i thought hey that was reasonable enough for broke people like me right? So then I kept on asking questions. I followed with some, you know, some deeper level questions that were either eluded or dismissed or answered but lacking in details. This was a red flag, but I had no choice. Therefore, my app plan proceeded to get me acquainted with the business and she did explain to me where I could get clients and possible future recruits.
0: Hi, I just started a new business. Let's meet over coffee so I can tell you more about it. Hey, you. I know it's been a while, but I just found this amazing opportunity that I'd like to share with you. Hi! Hey, I, have funny. I know this but is random. I, I was just looking at your page and thought phone, you would be a great addition I am my to my own team. Boss
1: now. These were some of the awkward messages that I had to send to everyone on my contact list and my socials throughout that week. And I even went as far as claiming that I was a health and wellness coach without certifications for it whatsoever. However much I said it, it just never felt right so i reached out to my family i reached out to all my relatives my friends friends of friends and everyone that i knew hoping that they would either support or join the business to everyone that received these messages from me um I'm embarrassed and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I had to do what I had to do. Furthermore, they would often say that anyone who discouraged you from this business didn't have your best interests at heart. Therefore, within my first week, I had already burned bridges with some of my friends and I. However, I hustled so hard that week that it came to me as a shock when the week came to an end and I had nothing to show for. I hadn't made a dime even though I did everything that they told me to do. Like, why didn't I make at least 25k for the startup? if indeed I was going to make that 500k that month. It didn't make any sense, and this should have been another red flag for me, but I brushed it off saying that, hey, I understand how business works sometimes. Some weeks are good, others are just bad. And so I said, it wasn't my week.
0: Hi. My name is Dinggo, and I'm a an the, the business. Six months ago, I used to be a I was nurse, I right you waiter in Now, because I wanted to really I come help, from a very poor background, lives. and people said that I wouldn't and amount through this company, I to anything. I, have been able to I had no social life, no job. I was broke, and I had over nothing K going on month. in my life. You two can be on this march. That big machine you saw at the parking lot on your way here is mine. caring. that is my If you want to succeed faster, you have to share this opportunity with as many people as you possibly can. Can.
1: So every day for an hour it was mandatory to sit through these meetings held by the top dogs as they share the same rags to riches stories with the newbies over and over. Bring at these two people to every meeting they said. And every day there were new recruits but not many people that attended these meetings came back a second time. Another red flag right there. But you would often hear them say. Oh, this business is not for everyone, not everyone is as aggressive as you and I, not everyone has big dreams and aspirations in life. It was also mandatory to attend mindset trainings where they indoctrinated us with some new age beliefs like manifestations and affirmations and we were also required to listen to some mindset improvement materials and read all the self-help books. There was so much positivity and no tolerance for any kind of negativity whatsoever. It felt like a cult. And on my second week, I did okay. I worked as hard as I did the last week, but only money to recruit a single guy and not only made it to the meetings because he was hitting on me, but later he got intrigued with the business and decided to sign up. I mean, you get recruited, recruit, right? Yeah, and I also got to make my first sale and I made a staggering 150 shillings. Yeah. A hundred and fifty shillings, that's about a dollar and fifty cents only, that's all I made, I mean by this time I should have made at least more. But like with every MLM, the celebratory aspect of it didn't miss in this company. No sooner had I made my first sale, than my uplines announced it to the whole team. And everyone was clapping and cheering for me as if I'd crossed some huge milestone, but <laughs> it was very awkward. I on the other hand, I started to have anxiety about not being able to pay my rent. Because at the rate of my income, it didn't look like I would. By now, I had no food in my house, my electricity was cut off, I only had 150 shillings. Furthermore, I couldn't even afford the bus fare to get to town to attend these mandatory meetings. But at times, my applicants were kind enough to pay for my transportation and my lunch. But even then, they couldn't keep up because they were barely making any sales.
0: I'm sorry, but your products are very expensive. Isn't that a pyramid scheme? It sounds like a pyramid scheme. I'll think about it. I'm not interested. interested.
1: That's a pyramid pyramid scheme.
0: scheme. This This is not for me. me. Sorry, Sorry, I I will not will not join. By this time, I
1: kind of started to get frustrated with this business and I decided to confront my upline. So I asked her, hey, is this a pyramid scheme? Like, Why do people keep telling me that it is? And he said, no, 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 it's not a pyramid scheme. Those people that are saying that just don't understand this business. They don't understand the dynamics of this business and certain things like that. So then I asked if everyone were to sign up, who would be left to sell the products to? He he didn't really answer my questions so i asked him why are these products so expensive and he tells me quality is expensive why am i barely making any sales hey how do you expect to make any sales since you yourself don't use these products so yeah every day they would push heavily on us to buy the products from the company for our own personal use and slowly i became a customer hoping to be a walking testimony to my prospects i would only buy the cheap products because that's all i could afford So by the third week I was holding my first meeting as an offline, I was acting as if everything was going great and I was doing very well in this business while also feeling a glamorous life on Instagram. And sometimes I wondered, was I the only person that was doing poorly at this business? Because every evening at the team meetings, everyone would say that they were making sales and recruiting more and more people to their teams. In reality, I now realized that most of it was just a facade considering the amount of pressure our uplines put on us to fake it till we make it plus all the toxic positivity fed to us at all times. Together with all the manifestation language, there was no room for negativity or even reality there. And if anyone wasn't selling as much, they were treated differently. They would say that, hey, maybe they're just not taking their daily affirmation seriously or it's cause of their negative thinking or because they just weren't working hard enough. They made me feel like I wasn't working hard enough which couldn't have been farther from the truth. They made me feel like it was my fault that I wasn't making any money. I wasn't making any sales. But to be honest, who can control the outcome of their input though? Like, that's not something anyone has control over. You can work as hard as you want but you can't really control the outcome. And I gave all to this business. I gave all to my business. But they would say, give 200% to this business. You can always do more and more. If you want more, you just have to do more. Which is ironic because in the beginning they offered me an opportunity that would allow me to work less for more pay. But there I was, working almost 24-7 but with no pay. And I proceeded to push even harder. But not much came out of it that week also. I made no sales. Again. And my anxieties were now skyrocketing at the thought of being rent at the end of the month. every end of the month at the most expensive hotels in town. The company would host grand events in honor of the business owners who just made it to the next level in that month. They would hire limousines to make a statement and also make sure to have a red carpet and hired professional photographers just to take pictures of us so that we could feel like celebrities. At these events, usually the 1% that were really making it in the company would give motivational speeches started off by the usual rags to read your stories These monthly events and the annual conventions were held mainly with the intention of targeting new prospects. The grand gestures of wealth and other material things were used to lure in the naive and vulnerable young adults looking for ways to get rich quick. What they promoted was the glamorous lifestyle, selling them on hopes and dreams using emotional manipulation and also feeding them an ideology of guaranteed success once they joined this MLM company. Invite, invite, invite. At least 10 people. Buy tickets, buy tickets, you don't want to miss out. This was the song that they sung all throughout my fourth week in the company. Because on that weekend, lied one of their monthly events. And the uplands who tried to instill the fear of missing out on us if we did not get the tickets. I, however, I never got the hype of these events. I mean, so there are limos and red carpets and focus dinners at five star hotels. Big deal. I had a life outside of this company and most of the time when I told them that I was teaching the events to attend, maybe judge or something like that. It would try to discourage me saying, "You will miss out a whole lot. I worked my hardest on my fourth week in this company because I had to make rent on the first day of the next week. I had five people coming to listen to the presentations. I presented the business to other new random people that I met. I did everything. I did four presentations at four different prospecting locations. I went to gyms, I went to hotels, hoping that I'd just get someone to either buy the products or just join the business. But my efforts were me you no know, food. Again, I made no sales that week. And also, I didn't get anyone else to join my team. So instead of making the promised 500k, I only made 150 shillings. And my landlord had knocked on my door and reminded me that I was late on my payment. And so, prompted by the false hope of a better month and making 500k, I asked him to let me live off of my deposit that I'd made when I first moved in. So then, on that month, I'd have to pay him double. Because hey, I was going to make that 500k and never have to worry about being broke again. I was so stupid, I should have quit right then. However, I was hungry for the 500k. So I kept going at it. Fortunately my business started picking up the second week of the second month in the company. I grinded as hard as I could and I was so excited when I made sales here and there as it was looking like my grind was finally paying off. In that month I managed to recruit a couple who were also at a very vulnerable state when I met them. For well, they had just been laid off from their previous jobs, therefore this MLM company appealed to them. And because of this I never made any money from them because they could not also afford this sign. So yeah, in that month, I made a total of 8,500 shillings in profits. And from this, some of the money just went back into the company, through being pressured into buying the products and the tickets for the monthly events. The rest of the money, I just used to basically sustain myself. But even then, I didn't reach my rent at the time, because at the time, I was living in an apartment where I was paying 10,000. I never made rent for that month again. Therefore, I got evicted and had to move into my brother's apartment. So now, with the rate of having to pay rent taken off my back, I swore that I was going to succeed at this business and nothing was going to stop me. And you know what my lame excuse was? My lame excuse was that I was too worried about rent, therefore I couldn't give all my attention to this business. Which is ironic because in the first place, when I first joined this business, my number one motivation was to be able to pay my rent. And to think I would have realized by now that I was not going to make that 500k. I didn't quit, I worked even harder. And by the third month, I had run out of people to prospect, so I had to befriend a lot more random people. Everywhere that I went with the intention of either turning them into clients or my downlines. So, once while I was in the process of befriending strangers, well, I used to befriend anyone, just anyone that I could find, young, old, male, or female, whoever. So, an angry lady at 1 a.m she came banging at my brother's door wanting to fight me because she had seen me speaking with her husband and we had only spoken about the business. Apparently she thought that I was his mistress but I couldn't even remember who her husband was or what his name was because in a day I'd speak to so many people that I had a hard time keeping track of them all. This woman looked crazy and I was scared for my life because you know I'd had stories of jealous wives pouring acid on the so-called mistresses faces just to disfigure them as Punishment, and I didn't want that to happen to me. I was scared. Eventually, she figured out that she had made a mistake, and together with her husband, they found me and apologized. (laughs) Oh, my goodness! Oh, there was this other time another angry lady. She was a stay at home mom, she looked bitter. She stomped into the warehouse, accusing me of being her husband's mistress because. I kept calling him and the reason I kept calling this man is because he was one of my regular clients and I was just calling to inquire of his next purchase. You see this business required constant follow ups with our clients and prospects. Even though I never called this man during odd hours, this lady was very adamant about it. She was like, why do you keep calling my husband? I was just trying to do my job. So yeah, just like the first one, she realized she had made a mistake and she came back to apologize. And I took advantage of that and tried to turn her into my client or get her to turn the business. But it didn't work out because to be honest, I was kind of offended that she had thought that about me. And so I told my client about it. So at this point, I started losing interest in the business because sometimes out of my own focus, I'd run ads on social media, but even those didn't bear me any food. But I did manage to get to the next level, which they call an assistant supervisor, and I was so excited. But even at that level, I wasn't making as much as they had hyped that I would be. I'd go weeks of making little to no money and a few days of making not more than 10,000 shillings in profits. And I never made any money through my downloads because they were also struggling. No one wanted to join this business. It was harder than what they had made it seem in the presentations. You see, they sold me a dream and I bought it. They said that this company would make me a millionaire overnight. They promised flexibility and promoted the idea that I was going to become my own boss dictating my income. They promised an easy lifestyle and I got the total opposite. In reality, I was just an underpaid sales intern working on commission with even more hours than those working 9 to 5. In the name of Forever Living Products, I lost more than I ever gained. So I came to my senses and I quit. But to them, I had failed at this business because anyone who left was a failure. But the truth of the matter is that no one who left was a failure. Or in multi-level marketing companies, once saturated, there's not much of a potential for the people at the bottom rank to make a decent amount of money. MLMs are not sustainable to the majority, but it only benefits the 1% at the top. The fact is that the business structure is designed to funnel money towards the top. And they were right. This business is not for everyone. It appears to be, but it only benefits the 1% who are at the top. And boy, did I learn this the hard way, but you don't have to. If you're contemplating joining an MLM, please don't do it, it's a scam. You're not guaranteed success and there's really no quick way to get rich.